Time to talk more football. We welcome in now Jonathan Coachman. You can catch him on Sportsline pretty much every single day. Coach, how you been, man? It is so great to be back with you guys. I'm doing fantastic. And if we're talking NFL football or college football, there's only one show on a Friday night I want to come on, and it's yours, boys. It's great to be back. Well, we always and appreciate girls, that. And girls. We always appreciate that. Oh, I didn't, that, I didn't know she was there tonight. My, my apologies. Where, did you, where the back, hell would back, I be? She's back from her sabbatical. Where the hell would <laughs> I be, Jonathan Coachman? In Nowhere the monastery? Else. Well, now, now we follow each other on social media. I feel like we're friends. And I, yeah. my sincere apologies. My sincere apologies. It's all good. It's all good. Coach, let's, <laughs> let's start with a play on Sunday morning, actually, in the NFL, in the NFL uh, out in London, where the Packers are now eight-point favorites. That's been kind of bouncing around a little bit. The total's 41. It looks like Daniel Jones is going to play, but he's going to be really limited. Every wide receiver pretty much out for the Giants. What would you do in this game? Green Bay? You know, they've struggled a little bit offensively out of the gate. I feel like this is a good get-right spot, but I don't know. Eight points is a lot. What would you do in this London game? It's a good thing I live in California because it's a 6.30 a.m. start. So if I didn't have the early edge every single day, I could sleep through this because that's exactly Mm -hmm. what I want to do. But we have to make a play because there's no way a standalone game. You can't make a play on it. And if I'm looking at the tea leaves and I'm looking at what everybody says, I'm seeing what Aaron Rodgers said today about airing the ball out, about not being so conservative. And last week, that's exactly what they were against the Patriots. So for me, I can't trust the Giants right now. I can't trust Daniel Jones to run out of bounds and not get injured again. So is he going to play? It looks like it. But is he going to be healthy? I doubt it. I've got to ride the Packers. I have to. And this would be a great spot to tease the Packers. You bring yeah. them down to two because it goes through that, that very two very important numbers, seven and three. So I would actually put the Packers in a teaser with somebody else that you may like. To me, that's the only play that you can make. Coach, I like the teaser look there with Green Bay. I want to ask you about Tampa and Atlanta. This line keeps going up. It opened at 8. Now it's to 9.5 against the Falcons. Interesting spot, Coach, because I feel like this could be a letdown spot for Tampa. They play Green Bay and Kansas City back-to-back, but Atlanta's just dealing with injuries. No Patterson, now no Kyle Pitts for this game. What do you make of Bucks Falcons this week? You gotta have you gotta have weapons. You gotta have somebody to throw it to. Yes, Mariota has played at times pretty good. Yes, they've been able to put up points. Yes, they've been able to make games competitive. But think about this for a second. The Bucks now have all of their weapons back. It looks like you're gonna have a ticked off Tom Brady. All of his stuff is in the streets, which means what? Yeah. It means he's gonna play good. He's gonna say. I'm still the GOAT. It doesn't matter what's happening at home. I can get the job done. The only play in this one to me would be the Bucks. But in this crazy pants of a season, how can you ever lay double digits? I don't care who you're talking about. To me, this is a stay away or nothing because I just can't lay 10 and I don't care who it is. I just can't do it. That's such a great point. I want to know what your thoughts are, though, on this Steelers-Bills game because there was a point in time, Coach, where I thought there was no number that the Bills could have to lay where I would not immediately take them. But, man, 14 is a ton of points. There's a bunch of dudes that are really important for the Bills that are outright. Jordan Poyer was just ruled out. You now have uh, Isaiah McKenzie, who potentially could be out, on top of Jamison Crowder, who's out for the year. And, listen, we've got the Kenny Pickett experience. 14, what do you think about this game? So here's the thing. I could easily see this game being 48-14. The thing people need to remember at home is there's a fascination 
with the new quarterback coming in. What's he going to do? He scored two touchdowns last week when he came in, but yet what happened? They still lost to the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. To me, this is a Buffalo blowout. They've had some really tough weeks the last couple of weeks. They had an incredible comeback victory over the Ravens. I think they go home. I think they're in front of that crowd. If you can still get it at 14 and buy it down to 13 and a half, show me, Kenny Pickett, that you can go into an environment that uh, your head coach already alluded to is going to be difficult for you and get the job done. If the Bills get off to a fast start, this one's going to get out of hand in a hurry. Another thing I would also look at playing because they're fast starters and it's home and it's excitement. I would look at the first half. It's probably going to be – I don't have it in front of me, probably seven and a half or eight, I would assume. And if you can get it under nine in the first half, I think that'd be a pretty good play as well. Coach, what about this one? It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because Washington has looked really bad. These were two fade teams for me, but Tennessee, I mean, Mike Vrabel is a very good coach, but they're only one and a half point favorites in D.C. taking on the Commanders, and this Commanders team has not looked good. Total's 43. Gun to your head, you had to play this game. What would you do? Would it be Tennessee or would you take a shot with Washington? Because anything under three... Kind of tells me that's the side, but I don't think I could do it. I don't even need a gun to my head. This is the easiest play of the week. Let's go back just a few days, right? And I looked at it, I said, what am I missing with the Commanders and the Cowboys? The Cowboys are, if you just looked at that spread, you had to assume it was in Washington, and it wasn't. That was the easiest cash that I've had this entire NFL season. And to me, this is going to be another one. Tennessee, to me, has kind of figured it out. The last two weeks, they've been pretty good. They beat Indianapolis in Indianapolis. And now you're going to go to a commander's offense that has been besieged by by injuries. And the defense hasn't been good either. They have no oomph on either side of the football. To me, I like playing money lines when it's like minus 140 or minus 150, and it's in that one to three-point range. So for me, this would be a Titans money line, and they're going to win this game. And that's all I care about. That's my play. And that's one of my best bets of the entire week. Wow, there you go. Coach, let's look at college football. We got an interesting matchup this week. Before we go college, can I give one NFL and then we'll switch over? All right. I just want to get your thoughts, Coach, on the Eagles. This feels like for people who like to play calendar betting, and PJ's big on this, not who you play when you play them, right? Eagles, five and a half point favorites in Arizona. We know Cliff Kingsbury kind of stinks. But the Eagles have been absolutely rolling. Offensively, they've looked dominant, not only on on offense, but their defensive line has been getting to the quarterback as well. They've been putting the hurt on almost everybody. Am I crazy to not just want to jump on the Eagles minus five and a half? T, the one thing I will not allow you to do is lie to the good people at home on your own show. Cliff Kingsbury is not just bad. He is horribly bad. So bad. He is the worst coach in the NFL. He's a wish version of Lane Kiffin. <laughs> I think Lane Kiffin's a really good coach. Yeah, that's why I, I call him the wish version. It's like oh. if if Lane Kiffin had like the Diet Coke get at the 99 cent store, that's Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. When I watch the Cardinals play, it is almost infuriating that they have two wins at this point, that somehow Kyler Murray has managed for two quarters to look like a world beater and for all the other quarters look like the worst quarterback in football besides Russell Wilson. So when I look at this game, the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is that the Eagles are going on the road. And we know in the NFL, it doesn't matter where you play on the road. It's totally different than playing at home. But the Eagles, to me, are the best team in the NFC. 
They are so lucky that all the good teams in the league are in the AFC. So for me, I'm betting the Eagles tee until they stop showing them that they can cover. They were down 14 last week and still covered. So to me, Jalen Hurts solidified himself as a legit NFL quarterback. They've got weapons all over the place. Devontae Smith is starting to look like the player that won the Heisman Trophy. So for me, what I would do and what I tell people on my show all the time, ride the bet until the wheels fall off. If you win six out of seven, that's great. If you win five out of six, that's great. I never understand not playing a team because they've won three or four in a row. That makes no sense to me. So I'm going to ride with the Eagles with UT until the wheels fall off. I like it, Coach. I think that's a good strategy. College football, I want to get your thoughts on this Army-Wake Forest game. There was 126 points scored in this game last year. The total is 65.5. Anytime, Coach, we get we get a game in college football where you have a team who wants to throw the ball on every down and you get a team who wants to run the ball on every down, I just feel like that's over all the way. What are your thoughts on this game? Army is 1-3. and three. Army is a team that notoriously is a run passy, uh, run offense. Now, Wake Forest, they've got their quarterback back. Do not touch this total. In fact, I would not even touch this game because currently it's at 16 and a half, 17, depending on where you get it at. I never bet anybody against the service academies because you love to see that total. You're like, ah, it's got to be that. But it, the game is always like three quarters instead of four quarters because of, of how, how much they run the ball. So for me, this is a stay away because I just never know what I'm going to get from Army, Air Force, Navy. I'm never going to know. So for me, uh, this is a stay away because there's so many other good bets that I'm looking at for the week. Coach, uh, let's talk Texas, Oklahoma because – I'm sorry, let's talk TCU, Kansas instead of Texas, Oklahoma, to be honest with you, because that's probably one of the games of the weekend, seeing yeah. as game day is going to be at Kansas. They're seven-point dogs. The total is 68 and a half. What are you doing here? Kansas has been a great story, but TCU is undefeated. They look really good as well, and they're seven-point favorites here. We've been riding Kansas since we did our big preseason – a mega preview. They were a team that Tom Fernelli, that's one of my crew members at Sportsline, he targeted. He said, hey, Jayhawk's going to be really, really good this year. There is no way. In any scenario, in any world, I'm born and raised in Kansas. My first job was in Wichita. My second job was in Kansas City. My dream was to play for the Kansas Jayhawks when I played college football. Wasn't quite good enough. But the Jayhawks finally have a team. And there is nothing better than having a good team in Lawrence, where KU dominates. The atmosphere is going to be amazing. I'm taking KU plus the points, and you're tar- – we didn't even talk before this interview. This is another one of my best mm-hmm. bets of the week. The Jayhawks are legit, and you're going to give me seven, buy it to seven and a half, pay the minus 120, minus 130, and sit back and watch them win this thing on the field. Protect yourself just a little bit. Ooh-wee. Vanderbilt. People talk about them, Coach, like they're world beaters on offense. I know that they have scored a lot of points. Do you think that they can score enough to make that 61 over happen against a top 20 Ole Miss defense? I do not. I do not. And Ole Miss has changed. And a lot of people have not noticed it. And that's why they've been losing bets on totals. Ole Miss now has a defense. Ole Miss now has a head coach in Lane Kiffin that understands that if he has a good record, he makes more money and he gets more opportunities, or he could turn Ole Miss into a juggernaut in the SEC. Lane Kiffin has matured, and with that comes a defense. So I would never bet the total. What I would bet in this game, though, is Mississippi minus the 17, buy it down to 16 and a half. 
Vanderbilt is not a good football team. At all. They've been blown out by good football teams. People early on said, oh, they're scoring a lot of points. Oh, they blew out Hawaii. So what? Give me Ole Miss, lay the points, and they'll win 35-13, 35-10. But it won't approach the total. Not at all. And But I hate betting unders. I will never <laughs> bet an under in college football ever, ever, You're leaving ever, money ever. on the ground. <laughs> I know. I just don't <laughs> like because every every bet that I make, see, I want to watch that game, yeah. and I know it's yeah. not possible, but I don't like watching under games. It's I scary, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. in college football. Yeah, that's fair, and it's also scary in college football as well. Because yeah, they're kids. correct. Thanks correct. so much, Coach. Enjoy the games this that weekend. Awesome. Good luck with your bets, man. You guys the best. Call me anytime. Jonathan Coachman, you could hear his work Bum. with Sportsline, and you could follow him on Twitter at the Coach Rules. Guy literally. Did uh, he have a walkout song? Did you, do you guys remember Coach? Yeah. I don't remember if he walked out to a song, but he he uh, took on like a heel persona for yeah, a couple. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he turned heel, had some matches. Walkout songs. I went deep, deep into YouTube walkout songs because there was an SI article that came out recently, or maybe it was ESPN, all about walkout music for closers. Okay. And how, you know, how there was like a closer in Major League Baseball that turned into the first WWE cl- uh, walkout song. So I literally went through the cartons, the crates of all the WWE walkout yeah. songs in history. Yeah, I you, just did it for all like just, WWE. Yeah, I just literally just went through and just all. like searched searched for them on YouTube, and I was like, I "This one all. was awesome. That one was awesome." Yeah. I was like Shawn constructing Michaels? them. I think I'm cute. I want like I know maybe I'm sexy. Maybe someday I'm just gonna have like uh, enough clout when we go on these Odyssey hits. Just hey, you must play this song. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'd get the Stone Cold Steve Austin when the the Rock was always great, of course. I miss The Rock. That would be mine, probably, is The Glass. I'm bringing back, you know. it's mayhem. You texted me this past weekend, and, and you used a word that I haven't used in a while, and I'm bringing it back. Jabroni. Yeah. <laughs> Jabroni. Yeah. She said, who are these jabronis? And I started laughing out loud. I was like, you know what? The jabroni beaten, pie eating. That was The Rock. Yeah.